Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. What God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Murray and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The Fan. Hour number three, Danny and Dusty with you on this Wednesday. Promise. Promise, promise you what? That I'll be here yeah. on Wednesday. I'm here right now. I'm here right now. That is a pinky promise. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, we've talked college football playoff rankings. USC sitting at four. They are prime positioning to get into the playoff. Win and they're in. Win and you'll win. A loss to Utah. Gets it a little dicey. And Danny's mentions are going to be obliterated. Oh, and I will feel for you. You should put dumpster fire. You should put Twitter away if that happens. No, I thought that, where's the fun in that? <clears throat> Your emotions is where the, it is not fun. Oh, sure. No, you you go to dark places. You go to dark places. I, uh, you know, and people, you don't ever drive to dark places every now and then. Uh, n- uh, no, no, no. I like it. No, I just throw it away and I say, all right, whatever. Let's drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, the Pac-12 is wrapping up the season with the Pac-12 championship game. Las Vegas, Friday, Friday, Friday. Um, so to put a bow on this thing, uh, I thought it'd be fun. Let's do our Pac- Pac-12 regular season awards, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can text yours in at 503-250-1080. We will give most outstanding player in the conference this mm-hmm. year, the offensive player of the year, mm-hmm. defensive player of the year, Mm-hmm. A freshman of the year mm-hmm. and a coach of the year award. Mm-hmm. Okay, let us start. Um, some of these are easy, yes, and some of them are very difficult. Um, let Let us start with you, Dan Morang. Who is your coach of the year in the Pac-12? You know, this one's actually tough for me. It's it's between Lincoln Riley and Jonathan Smith. Ah. I think I'm, I'm going to go Lincoln Riley solely because my expectations for USC were nine wins. And they have a chance to play for a national title if they get to the college football playoff. Yeah. That's as good as Jonathan Smith, Jonathan Smith has been. And he's been tremendous. I'm going to go Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Uh, I, I This one was not particularly close. Uh, it is Jonathan Smith, in my uh, opinion. It's um, fair. Yeah, and I mean this one is 
boy, I just think of what Jonathan Smith took over five years ago when he took over for Gary Anderson. That was a one and eleven team in the cupboard was bare. They go two and five or two and ten, five and seven, two and five, seven and six, and then a nine and three year this year where they are the sixteenth ranked team in the country uh, in the AP poll in the college football playoff rankings. Have them at fifteenth. That is an incredible feat. He is doing less with more. Jonathan Smith is that guy. It's not close. Lincoln Riley's done a hell of a job and is a hell of a football coach. Four and eight to eleven and one. That is what you expect though yep. from. Lincoln Riley, when he brings in one of the best quarterbacks in the country, when the transfer portal brings in uh, the best receiver in the country, country. yeah, it's the expectation. That's what they should do. They delivered on it. Yep. That's, that, that's the only, that is for me. That is the that's only fair. deciding line. It's, that is fair. They delivered on what nobody thought they could do. Uh, freshman of the year. Freshman of the year. My freshman of the year. I, I, I think it's a runaway. Jay not. Oh. Listen, okay. I love Damian Martinez. Those are my two that I was going to go between. Yeah. But Jaden Ott has been fan-freaking-tastic for Cal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Ott, 170 attempts, 897 yards rushing this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he averaged 74 yards per game. Damian Martinez, 158 carries, 970 yards Seven touchdowns, averaged 80 yards per game. Fewer carries uh, than Jaden Knott in almost 100 more yards. I, got, I, gave it to, I gave it to the Oregon State freshman because his team did better and his numbers were better. I'm going Damian Martinez. And the only reason I didn't is because Cal is Cal. Yep. And Jay Knott did that. That's great. That, yeah. Behind that, look, he was fantastic. He he the, in both those running backs, they put up fantastic years. You could toss a coin for me on either one of those guys, and that's ultimately yeah. where I came down. I just went Beaver Beaver. Right I know. Look at that. All right, uh, <laughs> defensive player. That dude okay. also. <laughs> that's right, Anthony Newham, Newman. Uh, I I wanted to go Homer here. I wanted to go with Thule. I wanted to give the nation's leading sack artist his love. But I'm going Clark Phillips third. Clark Phillips is a shut-down corner. He may end up being the number one cornerback taken in the draft considering how good he has been this year. You just stop throwing to his side of the field. Yeah, he is. He's outstanding. I mean, this was was the toughest one for me. Mm -hmm. I did not know which way to go, whether it would be Clark Phillips um, or uh, Thule. Now this is always hard. Tui Tupelotu. Mm-hmm. Now, Phillips six interceptions, two for touchdowns. People literally just stopped throwing. They stopped his the, way. after after week six. They stopped throwing at his side of the field. But I'm going to go with Tuli. Tuli Tupelotu, USC. It's not just 12 and a half sacks. It's 20 tackles for loss. Uh, he has he has accounted for his tackles for losses have accounted for 101 negative yards for. Uh, the opposing team. That's incredible. And he was a monster every time USC needed a big play. So I am going with Thule on that one. All right, the Offensive Player of the Year. So I'm going to split this up. Okay. For I'm going to go a difference between offensive and, and, and outstanding. Offensive, I'm going to go Penix. Okay. Because his numbers were just otherworldly. Video good. game-esque. They are good. So I'm going to go offensive. I'm going to go Michael Penix. Michael Penix Jr., University of Washington quarterback. He uh, 330 completions on 500 attempts. Those are nice round numbers. Those are, 66%, yeah. uh, 4,300 yards, 29 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. 
362 yards again. He was outstanding. Seven interceptions on 500 attempts. Yeah. yeah. Um, my offensive player of the year is Bo Nix from the University of Oregon. Um, he completed 71% of his passes, 379 attempts, 271 completions, 3,300 yards, almost 3,400 yards, 27 touchdowns, six interceptions to Bo Nix. But it was also what Bo Nix was able to do with his legs. Yep. And in, in the running game, his ability to run the football, you saw those final two games, well, two and a half games. Yeah. Uh, the end of the Washington game, what he meant in that game. Yep. The Utah game. Where he could not move. He could not move, yet still had a gutty performance to beat the Utes. And then uh, against Oregon State, he wasn't right. But when that guy was healthy, this offense was one of the best in the country. And Bo Nix was a Heisman Trophy candidate. I think he is the Offensive Player of the Year uh, in the conference because I think you and I both have the most outstanding player in the Pac-12. And uh, we're not doubling up. We're not giving it to the same guy. It's Caleb Williams it, and what it, he did at USC. Yes. And he, the most outstanding player who's going to win the Heisman Trophy. He it's, will be the Heisman Trophy winner, which is the most outstanding player in all of college yes. football. His numbers were freakish. And you think of this. He completed, and this is, this is to say, Michael Penix Jr. had almost as good of a year as, as uh, actually statistically, in a lot of ways, had a better year, better year. than Caleb yes. Williams. Um, but Caleb Williams in, in USC, 266 uh, completions on 407 attempts at 68, 6%, exactly the same mm-hmm. as Penix, uh, threw for 600 less yards, but 9.1 yards per attempt. Which means driving that ball downfield. 34 touchdowns to just three interceptions on the year. He took care of the ball. And USC is the most dangerous offense in the country. This is a little bit of the Lincoln Riley boost, though, that he he, gets he gives. There. Yeah, he does, and he makes. This is what Lincoln Riley does. He makes Heisman winning quarterbacks. Yeah. To put this in perspective, what Caleb Williams did this year is the single most explosive year of a USC quarterback ever. Yep. And listen, you can say what you want about USC quarterbacks in the NFL; they haven't been good in college over the last twenty-five years. They have had dude after dude after dude, and Caleb Williams broke every single record this year. All right, 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. Here is your uh, feedback. Um, Jonathan Smith, Coach of the Year, no doubt. He gets them on campus and coaches them up. Coach of the Year! Uh, This one says, Kalen DeBoer is the coach of the year. He did in one year what it took five years for Jonathan Smith to do. And USC just has dudes and should be a lot better than what they are. Um, I will say, if that is a UW fan, I've got got questions for Washington fans because Jimmy Lake was terrible because they had a ton of talent and he couldn't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. Kalen DeBoer comes in and now he was doing more with less. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. You, the cupboard was not bare no. for UW. The cupboard was absolutely barren yes. when Jonathan Smith took over at Oregon State. Kalen DeBoer is a damn good football coach. That's the thing is that Pac-12 has some great coaches. I d- yes. I think if you look at it, whether it's Lincoln Riley or Jonathan Smith, Kalen DeBoer, I think Jake Dickert is good. Dan Lanning in his first year, he, he told everybody there's going to be in three. Nine and three and went and played the number one team in the country yes. in game number one of his career. It does one like, of his losses. He's very good. 
Hell, okay. Chip. Chip Kelly, phenomenal. Kyle job. Whittingham, like Jed Fish. <laughs> like the, There's some great coaching right like now. The only the only two schools really that Colorado addition by subtraction, getting rid of Carl Durrell made them a better program. <laughs> they might end up bringing in Coach Prime, and you've got Arizona State, you've got Dillingham, and Dilly Stanford's Dilly. got a uh, opening that they're going to fill. Ooh, I've got some news on that. Uh, why don't you give us your uh, most outstanding? The offensive, the defensive player of the year, freshman of the year, coach of the years, 503-250-1080. Ooh, here's a great one. Michael Penix Jr., I'm convinced, is left-handed Warren Moon from UW. Okay. I love Warren Moon. I do, too. Pretty, Prettiest throwing motion maybe ever. Warren Moon, he sure did. It was just, every time he let it go, it was just a little drop flick. And it was just, oh, and it yeah. went 70 yards. Yeah. And he, he just looked like a little mighty mite in those. I loved him in those. The big pads? And Oilers uniforms, yeah. That was great. Gotta love the big bad days. <laughs> All right. Uh, your feedback. Plus, I got, I've got i got some updates to the Stanford head coaching opening and also Coach Prime in the three schools he's down to. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Let's talk some uh, coaching carousel here. Woohoo! Weird move. UAB hired Trent Dilfer as their head coach. Did you? No. I'm not sure UAB saw that one come in. So he's a blazer now. Maybe they just saw, like, Jeff hey, Saturday and, like, Dion is really good. Let's find somebody else who says ridiculous stuff on TV that won a Super Bowl, and we'll do that. And so they went and they got Trent Dilfer. He was coaching. Yeah, at a high school. He yeah. was at a private school in Nashville. Yeah, well, isn't it like, like a powerhouse school, yes. though? Mm, wasn't when he got there. Well, as I'm saying, it is now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and look, Dilfer's going to be really good. And he has – this will be – with me is what happens with his connection to the Elite 11 because that is 
Wasn't he basically running his it? baby, yeah. yeah. And maybe now with the NCAA just not having any rules, they feel comfortable with it. And he just runs it. But he is a he's a really good offensive mind, and he's super smart, and he knows his stuff. But um, it was a little bit of a surprise to see Dilfer as UA, named UAB's head coach. Um, but I, I think he's going to be good there. I, I really do. I mean, he's not in a Power 5 program. He'll uh, he'll have to earn his stripes just like Dion did, but th- there's every chance. It's, it's That's a better hire than when the Arizona State Sun Devils hired Herm Edwards, for God's sakes. Do you think that he has the ability, the capacity, like, like Dion did at Jackson State, to pull a five-star kid because of his connections at the Elite 11 camp? Listen, come, come, yeah. come play for me. I will groom you. Well, that could be problematic. Oh, yeah, uh, you true. don't want to tell high school yeah. boys that. Yeah. I think that's illegal, actually. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's Alabama. Yeah. Oh well, maybe, maybe you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he'll. Yeah, I think he does have that cachet to maybe you know pull someone here or there to, to maybe not the quarterback in a class, but sure a top. 18 quarterback yeah, a guy that UAB has no business landing that's what I'm like yeah, you land a absolutely. four star and then all of a sudden <laughs> that starts kind of building yeah, your sure. momentum sure I, I yeah and he'll do a good job there I really do think he'll do he will do a good job comes from a coaching family his dad was a coach you know he, great logo too UAB UAB yeah the dragon that goes through the letters it's yeah. a good yeah. one um well we also have update uh to coach prime Deion Sanders reports out of Tampa are that Deion Sanders is telling recruits that he will pick a school by Sunday. But what, what is it? Is he doing the hat dance? What the hell is going on with Deion here? He is down to Colorado, Cincinnati, and USF are uh, all in the mix. And then obviously staying at Jackson State, too. Uh, one thing I do know for sure, wherever Deion goes, he's taken every single damn recruit from Jackson State that he had, and you will see a team be number five in the country at the FCS not go to the playoffs, which is stupid. I don't understand why the FCS does this with um, the HBCUs. Like, Jackson State wasn't in the playoffs this year. Top five FCS team. They don't go to the playoffs because they have bowls that they oh, play at the oh, end of the season. Right. Celebration games. So I think that's dumb. Very dumb. But um, Dion down to Colorado, Cincinnati, USF, I think I know where he's going. This was an interview that he did with the Jackson State reporter. I find absolutely hilarious, and this tells me everything I need to know about where Dion's going. Take a listen to this mastery by the reporter here. You know my favorite team is the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah. Next week they play the Denver Broncos in Colorado. They, I'm going with you, and you we gonna ride together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now that's a goal. That's a good one now. I got to admit, now that's a good one. That's a good one now. That was a good one. Come on, sit back down here. Come on. So why are you going to do your boy like that? No, no, like, no, like, no, like, no, no. I, 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 never, been, I never been there. And I, but I'm going. I I'm going there. Well, I'm going next week when the Chiefs play so Bronco <laughs> in Colorado. In Denver, Colorado. What you trying to say? I just want to know. I, you, can we ride together? Where, where, where am I going? <laughs> what do you think? Well, let's go. So they're playing the. Di- okay, this week, 
My team played the Bengals. Oh, you ain't no good, man. But, Cole, I'm just asking. No Cole, you told me. That I, I ain't tell you what. You told the fella. They told the man, they'll ask a question. He yeah. asked questions, and you, he, he asking all this stuff about your beard and all that. You didn't say But when I ask you, can I ride with you to Colorado? Why <laughs> would you Why would you assume I'm going to Colorado? I, I don't, because you, you'd have been to all these places. I've never been to Colorado. But why would chief. you assume I'm going <laughs> to Colorado? No, I, I, you ride with me? No, I'm just. Because you can't see the chief. That's good stuff, though. Is the chief playing at the bridge? Yes. <laughs> Season be over with. And look. It's easy to be on. So we go. We, we, we go to get. We go together, Cole. No, you gotta stop, man. Okay, this but, is good though. This, I got to admit, this is your best but, one up. <laughs> this is your best one up. You you thought that thing got dog. You thought that thing got. I did. I did. You thought that thing. I asked you no questions about none of that. I appreciate it. But Sam, just, this was a good. One. You, you heard this one, Sam? <laughs> How fantastic is that? You know that he was told no questions about Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. So he was like, well, what about Denver? Never been there before. Can I get a ride with you? <laughs> that is fa- that's fantastic. Dion to Colorado now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, all, I'm fully Listen, on board with Dion to Colorado. If that list, Denver, Cincinnati, USF, is a fever dream of schools that I would never, ever, ever Picture Deion Sanders coaching him. Oh, he would clean up at South Florida. Oh, yes, the guy at, from Fort Myers? Yes. At South Florida, he would recruit the living hell out yes. of the state of Florida. And if you're Mario Cristobal or you're Billy Napier you or you're Mike Norvell, terrified. you do not want him at South Florida. No, because that mean, guy will go into Miami and scoop them all up. Yeah, yes, all he will. And it's a bigger program than Jackson State. If you can get the number one recruit in the country to go to Jackson, Jackson State, State, you can get anyone to come to USF. And he will. Yeah. He will. I think that that is, that is probably the best gig for him. But Colorado is a and power five school. And then wait for Florida State. Yeah, we'll wait for any of them. We, we yeah, know. We, yeah, we yeah, you know he wants Florida State. Mike Norvell's doing a damn good job there. Yes, you know, and wait for the Power Five school that he does find attractive enough to to jump jump at. Uh, Cincinnati's also a good one because the cupboard isn't bare, and, and you're going to the Big Twelve. It will be a Power Five school. Uh, you'll have a year to kind of acclimate yourself to, you know, the jump from FCS to FBS, and then you get a a year a grace there period to go to the Big Twelve. So you'll get a little bit of time there. And Luke Fickle's done a good job. You will have to recruit the, you know, stop the portal. But you'll the guys in the wave of leaving out through the portal. But that's a team that was in the playoff last year. If you go to Colorado selfishly, that would be awesome. Yeah, why, why? I mean, for me, entirely. The why? idea of Deion Sanders in the Pac-12. It is awesome. It's so much fun. Uh, just for you personally, just, I didn't know what. Yeah, you know, for me personally. Like, I'm just thinking about Pac-12 media days next year and Deion Sanders at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I am I am already excited. That'd be fantastic. I yeah. am I am jacked for that. Yeah. Um, this has been a an interesting rise for for Deion Sanders though from kind of the joke of what are you doing you're you were at a prep academy that you started that it didn't exist wasn't even an institution and people were saying that that was why Auburn shied away from him they hired Hugh Freeze yeah listen they're not shying away from anything goodness gracious um yeah this will be this will be very interesting to see where Deion lands also a uh, quick update 
as to the Stanford head coaching job, the only verified report right now of what they're look or who they're looking at and talking to for their head coaching vacancy, Stuart Mandel. Stanford has talked with Baltimore Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman about their head coaching vacancy. Ooh. It is the only known candidate that they have talked to right now. He was uh, in Roman was there, kind of the architect along with Harbaugh of that offense at Stanford when Harbaugh got there. Uh, Roman has bounced around, went to Michigan with them, went to the NFL. He's been with John Harbaugh uh, with Baltimore. Um, so that would be an interesting higher to say the least because Greg Roman he was rumored to be like a head coaching candidate years ago that is all yeah, say, it's, been, it's been a long time since I've heard his name yeah but he was a hot name a handful of years ago mm-hmm. uh, because of his attachment with Harbaugh and he's been successful wherever he's been and he's done a really good job he's done a really good job no matter where he's been of tailoring his offense to who he has. His personnel. Sure. And at Stanford, it was running backs. Tight ends. And great and offensive line. And then, you know, pro using that pro-style offense to go inside out in your passing game. He's done a great job now at, in the NFL. Not a lot of coordinators could adjust and adapt to Lamar Jackson's skill set the way he he no. has and does. Not, He's done a phenomenal yeah. job at it. I mean, you're, you're talking about the difference between going from a, you know, Andrew Luck-based offense to a Lamar Jackson based offense you're not getting much different but that is what you need yeah. in college football because you're you're yeah, a couple years changing vastly different yep. um you can have some some principles but you yeah. have to be able to vary you, you have to be able to adjust and he does a great job at it all right 503-250-1080 that is a fan text line um right now we got rust sports center This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Take everything easy, show me a smile. This might be like the best worst day for Jeff Rust. <laughs> You, you get a Yacht Rock Friday basically on a Wednesday. Get a whole day of Fleetwood Mac. Because... Christine McVie passing away at the age of 79. Fleetwood Mac. This is some pretty early stuff, apparently. Okay. I didn't realize how many members Fleetwood Mac had until I started looking into it. Boy, that band has been through some stuff. Oh, you want to talk about a band that has had a ton of members? Uh, go check out Chicago's Wikipedia page. Yeah, Chicago does. They've had a lot of them. But, I mean... Like the only John McVie and Mick Fleetwood, the, the only two guys that have been there the whole time. Uh, it's been a roller coaster. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. I get it now. You get it? Oh. You get yeah. it? Love yeah. it. Yeah. It's not just a, a cute name, how bands get their names. It is always interesting. Yeah. When, you know, you come up with a very, very dumb name, like Butthole Surfers. They had one hit, though. Yeah, they did. And everybody on the radios had to say the name Cinnamon of their band. Cinnamon and sugary and softly spoken lies. <laughs> I could see you singing that at a karaoke bar. Was that? Have you ever sang that song, I karaoke? have not. Nope. I, 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 I picture it. Have you ever seen the movie Ted? Yeah. With, With Matthew McConaughey? No. no. Uh, that's the, Marky Mark. That's Marky, Marky Mark. Mark. Yeah. What was the one I'm thinking of? I don't Where know. 
Marky Mark and uh, <laughs> and the bear is the Family Guy guy. Seth, Seth, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. But I was thinking of that you, you, you singing that was like Giovanni Ribisi doing the little <laughs> little, little uh, wiggle when he when what what is it they sing? Uh, um, no idea. But the Thunder sweet, Buddies. Sweet, no, Sweet, sweet Caroline. Caroline. Yeah, that's what it was when he starts doing a little little dance. That one I've definitely knocked out. Yeah, on more than is. one occasion. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a funny movie. It was. It was horrible, but funny. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The old Tammy Lynn thing, name thing. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It is. All right. Um, I don't know what we were going to talk about right now. I was now. distracted by the hotness of Tammy Lynn. Tammy Lynn. Um, okay. We have, we were talking about Deion Sanders and Prime coaching time. moves, Yikes. right? And he will be a portal hit. The transfer oh, portal God. is, oh, yeah. And the transfer portal is really interesting in the way that it is going to – you can fill gaps so quickly on your team, but if you have a, a roster where maybe you guys want a little bit more, you have a talent – Jaden not mm-hmm. um, and your roster isn't quite there yet, but you have a special player, he'll get ripped right through your fingertips. We talked about this yesterday with Drake May and at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He is Carolina blue through and through. I mean, his brother uh, was a Final Four hero for the North Carolina Tar Heels. So he might be a tougher sell, but... But if he if he wants to win some football games, you prime right out of there and, and get him into in, in, into your team. Because He's as of right now, he looks like the guy behind Caleb Williams. And the, the one thing about the transfer portal, and may benefit the Pac-12 more so than any other conference is the immediate success that quarterbacks have had mm-hmm. in this conference. And skills, uh, skill positions. But NIL, obviously, is a big driver of these, yep. this this too. When you pop and you got a, a Jordan Addison at Pitt and you win the Blitnikoff, hard to keep that guy. Yeah. It, it is really hard to keep that guy when there's a lot of big NIL places. But NIL may actually benefit teams with recruiting and portal. It may benefit teams that want to hold on to guys a little bit longer, too. Those guys that are on tweeners, like Bo Nix is, is going to be a great example of this. Three years of so-so. Can Oregon give Bo Nix more money for one more run at Oregon than the NFL? Than the NFL can yeah. as a third, fourth, fifth-round pick. Maybe the lo- late second, if he works up that high. Like, that's a legitimate question. And maybe even pushes stock. And, and push his stock Have higher. Have two years or worth lower. Or that's the risk. But at least you get a bag that's more than you're guaranteed in the NFL. And what what's interesting is uh, Missouri wide receiver Luther Burden. Do you see what he did? And and it's already working for Missouri because Luther Burden is a is a wide receiver, and he announced that he's returning him to Missouri for one more year. And in doing so, he announced it. By announcing his in, uh, line of potato chips. And <laughs> his comment is, I'm now playing with a chip on my shoulder in this bowl game. Let's go to work. I'm not going anywhere. Tigers for life. Uh, go do schnucks and grab a bag of LB3 chips so you can sl- snack like me and have a chip on your shoulder during the big game too. Hashtag Mizzou life. Missouri held on to their best receiver. 
by giving him a potato chip endorsement. He has his own snack. And the that, burden of chips. Yeah, he's got a chip on his shoulder. NIL's going to keep guys around. If you're smart, you can do this. You're damn right. Especially, you can't eat just one. There you go. Hello. You can't throw me just one. I mean, uh-huh. as a receiver, though, you're yeah. lining yourself up for so many greasy finger. Yeah. Uh, you better not drop that ball. Yeah, you can't drop it. Better get that Cheeto dust off your fingers. <laughs> yeah, there's a potato chips in the greasy fingers. Or, or you problem. market this with, you know, you catch a, you have a football in the image, and it's just covered in Cheeto dust. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> or you get another deal with a glove manufacturer, or perhaps the stick of Again, the, 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 it, the you're rules. only limited by your imagination with these NIL deals. It's only illegal if you get caught. <laughs> Well, fair. The coldest. Very fair. The coldest. The coldest Crawford. Uh, at, uh, Nebraska. Yeah. Again, you're only limited by your imagination. If you want to keep a guy, be yeah. creative. Yeah. This uh, this off season is going to be a a really fascinating one because I, I also think that the transfer portal and NIL we're starting to see kind of the dust settle on it. I don't think it's a coincidence that this year is more wide open than ever. Because of all the transfers, I, I think yeah. I, I think that is true. Mm-hmm. I think one in one part you have the COVID year, so there's guys who are staying an extra year longer. The veteran the, stable, the transfer portal has allowed guys to kind of blanket themselves mm-hmm. across the country, and the oversaturation at some teams. And then you have guys that develop and pop, and are like, "No, I want to go win, damn it!" Yep. And they go to different places, and and now we're starting to see development pipelines. Almost it, it, it is, and it, it hasn't been bad for college football. No. Hell, everybody's like the death to teams like Oregon State. Oregon State and Kansas State. Those are the ones we're going to feast on it. Are you kidding me? Well, they're having their best years that they've had in, in decades for both of those programs. You know, the last time Kansas State was ranked as high was when they went to the Fiesta Bowl and got absolutely drubbed when DeAnthony Thomas returned to uh, opening kickoff for a touchdown against Here, Oregon. Here's the thing. These schools like Alabama's and Georgia's of the world that are stockpiling all of this talent – you know what ends up happening? Schools like Oregon State can be like, hey, dog, you want to play right now? <laughs> right would, now? You know what? I hope Jonathan Smith calls somebody and says, hey, dog, because <laughs> I would pay to be on the other end of that phone call. <laughs> Listen, man, USC's middle linebacker this year, Shane Lee, yeah. Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it will ultimately it will ultimately benefit the schools like USC. And look, it, let's not act like... Hey, look at these upstarts that are Georgia, Michigan, USC, Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee. No, but those other schools can feast on it, too. But TCU is in the top three. Um, Mm -hmm. As we said, Kansas State, Utah is at 11. You know, it's not the death to programs like we thought it would be. It changes the game, though. It it has unbelievably so changed the game of football, the transfer portal. But it has not been a disaster. I think it's been good for the game. Yeah. I genuinely do because even though it recruiting allows for the consolidation, this allows for the redistribution. Yeah, it's almost the the socialism of college football. That's right. Well, that's what Chip Kelly alluded to. He did remember. It's exactly what he said. He did. We when we had him on during Pac-12 Media Day, he he, he brought up communism and socialism as let's just make it all communism and socialism. And we both kind of laugh. He's like, no, I'm serious. No, I'm he's serious. Like, he's like, like, get rid of all the conferences, get rid of all the barriers, get rid of and, everything. And uh, the, the transfers that he got all worked out pretty well. Gave him his best year that he has had at UCLA. 
the first nine-win season that UCLA's had since 2014 and could be the first 10-win season they've had in quite some time. And he didn't go out and get any dummies. No, he like, it's all didn't. Duke and Northwestern yeah. and Stanford. Ah, uh, All right. Let me put a bow on this Wednesday. Uh, get you set for what's coming up on Thursday. Uh, Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. The fan. Did I miss this Fleetwood Mac uh, banger? <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of Fleetwood Mac I can get behind. Yeah, <laughs> took a decided turn, didn't it? No, this is in honor of the uh, 40th anniversary of Michael Jackson dropping the Thriller, Thriller. album. Ooh, 40 years ago, huh? And if you go out there right now, the 4K version of Thriller has been released. The full nice. version today. Which looks weird. It is terrifying to watch. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, apparently, I think it was for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Chris Brown was supposed to be doing like a thriller tribute tribute thing. Yeah. He's uh, already scary enough for different reasons. E- yeah. And it was like, Just they, they pulled the rug out from under him on that one and said, not so fast, my friend. Yeah. And there was footage of like the rehearsals that they were doing. Like they were, they were getting ready. Or no, it was for one of the award shows, maybe. But they pulled the rug out from him, and he wasn't able to do it. That looked so damn close to Michael Jackson's rendition. He is, like, those kind of dancers always get me. But Michael Jackson putting it both together with the singing and the dancing. Oh, God. Insane. Insane. Creepy-ass dude. Yeah. So creepy. Still the goat. So creepy. Still the goat. Well, uh, the one person that do, would, would not and could not get canceled. Yeah, I think they he, tried so hard. I think even in today's world, he wouldn't be canceled. The entire... Oh, I find that. If if I it was if all the trials were going on... Jalen Kitna might have something to say about that. Uh, yeah, John Kitna's kid, by the way, has been arrested down in Florida. He's a backup quarterback at the University of Florida on possession of child pornography charges, and it doesn't look good. Wow, a Florida athlete caught up in something that is very awful? Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Shocked face. Um, yeah, that whole story, by the way, it, TMZ has an update. Um, he's been charged with five counts, um, and oh, boy. Okay, so he was in possession of three, five images of... Child exploitation. Which is five too many. Two counts of distribution of child exploitation material. Three counts of possession of child pornography. Um, And that's what he's facing after somebody tipped off the uh, police that he had shared them on social media. Um, And he said, uh, yeah, I found them online, so I didn't think anything was wrong with it. What are you doing looking for that online? Uh, and then they did a search of his electronic devices, according to TMZ, and found three more images outside of the two that he shared online. So, um, Jalen Kitna. Yes, that is the son of John Kitna. Yes. Former Bengals, Cowboys coach, Central Washington University. There you go. And then he was a high school football coach. And they, didn't he coach, he coached at uh, Lincoln High School up in Washington, and they they literally pulled him off the sidelines 
and he d- donated his game checks that he got to be a backup quarterback. I think he ended up actually starting a game for Dallas and while he was the head coach of a high school just a handful of years ago. That tracks. And then he became a head coach in Texas. So um, that is, in fact, his son. His son. Not great, Bob. No. Uh, let's get out of here with some less depressing news. Yeah. Uh, Nick Dash of the Oregon is reporting that conversations during the past couple of days have led to significant interest uh, in the Oregon State Beavers by the Alamo Holiday and Las Vegas Bowl. The Sun Bowl is out. Of course. Wait, the Sun Bowl is out? Yes. Of consideration? Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder who's going to the Sun Bowl then. Um, Oregon? I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but that would be... He says they're, he says they're out. Was told Sun Bowl is out. Okay, that's great news for B fans. You don't want to be in El Paso. No, Although El Paso, very underrated, very underrated. Is it? Uh, for a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's, 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 you can hop across that border. If no, you know, you no? do not do that. No. Go to Jaguars. Okay. Yeah. Go to Jaguars. Woo. Um. Meow. Yeah, BYOB. <laughs> BYOB at Jaguars. Hmm. Bring your own butt? <laughs> no, beer. Oh. You bring your own beer oh. to to Jaguars. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> On to bigger and better things. Thursday's show. We got our picks tomorrow. Uh, and we actually have a good Thursday night football game to talk about. Well, it, at least on paper. Blazers tonight, 7 o'clock. They take on uh, the Lakers, too. Very short-handed. Up next, you have got Prime Time with us again, Souk from 3 to 7. Have a great Wednesday. See you Thursday right here on The Fan. Bye. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.